is Seth. And this is DeLoreans United. <laughs> so yeah, if you think that the set sounds weird, it's maybe the audio most likely <laughs> that he is sick. But uh, thank you for still doing the podcast. You're welcome. So uh, we should announce that uh, you will not come back for season three. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I was picked up by another network. No. Um, well, you kind of were. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, you know, I want to let people who are super passionate about this mm -hmm. talk about it. And I feel like as time has gone on, I'm not as passionate as I used to be. And I just like don't feel like that's fair to you or to our listeners. So yeah. I wanted to sort of pass the torch along. And so we're going to have um, a lot of different guests, right? Yes. Uh, the basically, there's a form that I'm going to put in the um, description of the of the show. And I tweeted on our uh, Twitter at PhilOrians, where you can enter and just say, Hey, I want to uh, participate in the podcast. Here are the episode for season three. I'd like to talk. And in about two weeks, I'm going to make a look at it. Also, uh, Seth is helping me to uh, gather the courage to reach to people from the show. Maybe having someone to help us talk with it. So that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so yeah, uh, we are uh, three episodes away for you to leave us. <laughs> Boo, sad. Uh, so this is episode 11 on control. Yeah, so, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, um, I was thinking a lot about um, just like control in general because that's something that I struggle with a lot is like I need to um, not like be a control freak about things, but like being in control helps me manage my stress. Uh -huh. Um, and I didn't, I couldn't really come up with a specific, um, I couldn't really come up with a specific example, but like a specific story, but I was thinking about back when I used to do my student teaching, I would literally write out like a script of like what I was going to say to my students and like segues and like, like nothing could just be natural. Like I needed to like, oh were you one of those in the, uh, uh, oral presentation that could, uh. That like read line by line what they were saying. Yes, but so well I was performing it. I was ah. acting it. So you couldn't tell that I was reading it. It seemed natural, but I had I was performing it. Huh. And I do that a lot with conversations with people too. Like I'll think about it beforehand and I'll think, okay, if they say this, I'll say this. If they say that, I'll say that. Like if it's a serious conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um and just like I don't know, and I was thinking about in this episode, there's a lot of things that happen that are out of people's control. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it just made me think about those times where, like, you can't be in control of things, no matter how hard you prepare, how hard you try, or, like, you come in with a plan, and then the plan gets, you know, totally changed. Yeah. So. No, I, I, yeah. I like that. I honestly, like, I when I, jo I chose those, uh, those words were kind of at random when they were coming to me. I was thinking of the episode, oh, I think it's, uh, like, control could work well. My God, did it work well. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. So before we start to analyze everything, let's uh, do the 30-second recap. It's okay, it's your, your turn to go first. Yes. All right, ready? Yes. Set. 
Go. So Quentin and Julia are going to the underworld and meet a dragon, and then they go and they meet uh, the free trader Bear Wolf for that, and then they go to the Elysium where they meet uh, Alice and Julia's shade, and Q is devastated. Meanwhile, Penny and Katie fuck and try to find a way to the poison room. Penny is trying to get in, in Zelda's pants, which is weird, and Sylvia calls, calls him on it. And uh, Elliot is trying to find who put everyone into a rat and discover Mar uh, Margot's deal and throw into prison. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a hard one. Okay. Okay, ready? Yes. Go. Everyone is rats. Uh, queer baiting. Um, Penny's fucking Katie, and they're trying to get into the poison room. Sylvia's there. They find out Zelda's name. Um, what else happens? Quentin and uh, what's that other one? Julia are going to get Alice, are going to get Shade, and then they find Alice's Shade, and then shit happens. Um, who did I forget about? I forgot about someone's plotline. I don't remember. Oh, and then... <laughs> Two kind of people doing recaps. I love it. <laughs> Not really. Okay, uh, so who do we talk about first? Do you want to talk about Fillory? Do you want to talk about uh, the Underworld? Well, the first thing that I had written down was, was like... So we're almost based on the recap a little bit, but like, even though part of why Penny signed that contract with the library was for Katie, I feel like in a way it was him like taking control over his situation with his hands. He was just like, I'm not going to wait for somebody to fix this. Like, I'm going to figure out how to fix it myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even like they make it as funny, like, oh, it's Finter magic. Like, it, I think Penny without magic feel out of control. Yeah. Like, and because, especially, like, in that show, everyone but Fen does magic. So, like, to be magicless when you had magic must be, like, fucking hard. Fen never had magic. You know, like, contrary to Fen, who never had magic. Mm -hmm. Fen knew what it was, so losing it must be really, really hard. Yeah. Well, let's continue with Penny and and, um, and the, the library. Um, we see, well, you, were, you got a bit mad during the episode when... Uh, we were just queer baited by uh, Idri and, uh, well, uh, not queer baited, but we were just like deprived of Idri and Elliot. No, queer baited. Um, and then the next scene is Penny and Katie fucking. Yeah. And it's like fairly explicit. And I'm like, seriously, we can't. And it happened in the beginning too, in um, earlier in the season when, well, in season one when, um, uh Elliot was kind of like fucking around with people. I think it was with Mike, in fact, when like they go upstairs and you just hear noises. Yeah. I'm like, but we have super explicit like straight people scenes. Yep. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, going to like the Idri and Fillory situation, I guess. Um, I, I think that. I mean, obviously, we know the reason why everything is is going wild. Sorry, I'm just making sure our rabbits don't kill each other. Um, yeah, update on rabbits. We tried to adopt one new one right now. It's not going well. No. They hate each other. They're trying to kill each other. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, it's just like the whole thing 
like Elliot is trying to take control over the situation by marrying Idri and then like everyone turns into fucking rats yes. and everything and Fen is missing and like Margot is a traitor like everything in this episode is just wildly like Elliot is wants his fire dancers and there's no fire dancers like, like that's the sign of everything going wrong yeah this is just a hard day for Elliot and my <laughs> bunny is sniffing my slippers they can't smell good oof no um, well, uh, before we go to Elliot, I just um, wanted to go, because uh, I don't have a lot about uh, the underworld, not the underworld, the library, but I have things about Sylvia. Okay. First, who the fuck is she? Because at the end, we don't know who she, she is. Nope. Like, we don't know who her parents were. We don't know nothing about that girl. No, and isn't that just life? Sometimes you don't fucking know shit about people, and then they die. Yeah. And even in that, after that, we don't get to know her a lot. Nope. But, 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 they were saying, like, uh, Penny compared to a girl named Meadow in The Soprano. Mm-hmm. I myself never watched The Sopranos. Me neither. I'm Italian. I don't need to watch that. <laughs> but I went into um, what the, the, the meaning of Meadow. Because, like, are they killing each other? Yes. Okay. Um... Because basically, uh, like, it's not for nothing that, he, like, the writer made sure to call her Meadow. So there's two mm-hmm. things. Like, we're, right now we're dealing with Greek mythology because of Persephone, because of the Elysium and the Underworld. So I went to um, Meadow in Greek um, history, and there is the... Uh, I'm going to butcher all the names. Don't at me. Epimelides. Epimelides. What we, they are nymph protector of the sheep and the sheep flocks and the, like the they herd them back into line. Okay. And and uh, basically they make sure like no sheep is left astray. Okay. And um, then there's the ass for the meadow, which is like there's three parts in the underworld. There Elysium, where like if you live the good life a hero's life, you go there. There's um, the bad part, I don't remember the name, hell, basically, where if you did the bad thing, you go. And there's the Asphodel Meadow, which is the ordinary and uh, part of, of of the underworld, where, like, ordinary people that just lived and, mm-hmm. and didn't have a particular life, like, important life, go. And I find it interesting because uh, if, we look at, um, if we look at that, like, She's kind of ordinary. We don't know anything about her. Like, she's a bit rebel, but she's not like, I'm just here and I'm doing my stuff. And like, and she's, she's gonna, she's like calling Penny on his actions. And I think Sylvia is the beginning of the transformation of Penny as a librarian. Of Penny yeah. opening up to the idea of maybe the here is in bad, or maybe I can change through the library. Which means uh, I went to the symbolism of meadow. It's uh, to be emotionally open, uh, uh, have a peaceful space, and promote inner healing. I think you're reading way too far into this. I know that's my job. Remember? Sure. But I just to add, I just like the idea that maybe Sylvia is the first path of of uh, of a Penny to his inner healing through. Like we we know that he uh, he end up loving being at the library and growing into that, and I think uh, Sylvia is like this catalyst of starting to happen. Mm. So that was my uh, three cents of Catherine learned about cinema and Seth hates when she does that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they were just trying to make a reference that she was like that character from that show. Or, you know, inner healing and the Elysium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, well, let's go. Let's go to uh, to Fillory. Yeah, rats, queer baiting. So um, we know what happened. Uh, do you remember what's happening in Fillory? Yeah, it's Ember. Okay, so we know right now what is Ember's cre- board. Yeah, basically, like, Ember's board, and it creates everything, and they think it's the fairies. But I like that an, on an episode of Uncontrolled, everything is chaos in Fillory. Mm. Like you were saying, like everything is going wrong. And nothing makes sense, and I, I don't know. Like I feel, I feel that I like that when we we decide to have a a team, the team come up, but also if the opposite come up. And I think every like if um, if like Katie's life in 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 Brickville, like trying to uh, sleep with Penny and help Kane. Oh, that's Kane that we forgot to talk about. Kane, the senator. Oh, that's his name. <laughs> senator Kane. Uh, who, uh, Doesn't he have a first name? John. That's who, yeah, I don't know his last name. I was like, Cain, like, we're talking about the Bible now. <laughs> oh, that must have been a meaning. What's happening with Cain in the Bible? Cain and Abel, one of them kills the other one. Who kill who? I forgot. I think Cain kills Abel. They're, bro- they're brothers. Let me look yeah. it up. Cain and Abel are the first two sons of Adam and Eve. Cain, the firstborn, was a farmer, and his brother Abel was a shepherd. The brothers, blah, 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 blah. Where is this? Hold on. (laughs) Cain murdered Abel, and then God punished Cain by condemning him to a life of wandering. That's all. It's it's funny, uh, because Cain is battling so hard to be a good guy, but in the end realized, like, how he's been manipulating everyone the whole time, and he's a, not bad, but like in the end, he's gonna kill himself. We're gonna discover that in the next episode. Like he's gonna offer his life to create the god killing bullet. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, there's there's a parallel symbol to make there. Uh, <laughs> but um, let's go with the with with the, with Fillory, where it starts with uh, like you said. Uh, um, Elliot wanting to impress Idri when he comes in, and Idri's like, "Chill, relax. I'm here for you. Like, it's not, it's not about impressing me." And it's funny because like, we rarely see Elliot nervous, or like, not that we rarely see Elliot nervous. Elliot sh- rarely showed that he's nervous. Yeah. You know, and um, when they are to- alone together. And he's uh, like basically Elliot admits like I married Fen for like because I had to and now I'm marrying mm-hmm. you and I don't know you another thing that is out of his control. Idris like chill, it's gonna be fine. And like he's, he take control of Elliot and Elliot is like I'm fine with that, <laughs> you know. And I think Elliot needs needs that needs someone to tell him what to do from what like. It's rare that we see Elliot uh, completely give up control, but he's so freely do, do it do it with the injury, mm-hmm. and maybe it's, it's a sub dumb thing. I'm not really. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, but that's also something in the books that he has guys dominate him. You're right. Oh my god, you're right. That's the only part you read. <laughs> I didn't even read it. I just know about it. <laughs> no, that's not true. I did read that bit. You read 
I only read I only read the gay bits, so that part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, and I think maybe because everything is so controlled in Elliot's life. Like, yeah, that, that's man, like a yeah, exactly a lack of control. Yeah, it, it, like it's a turn on, and at the end, like I'm not getting. Uh, laid is is still funny okay uh, but also uh, I, I like that like we always say oh Elliot doesn't care about Fan he dismisses her twice in that episode he's like yeah he's like where's Fan yeah and like when there's there's Ratsla one of it, it must be hers like he kind of care about her like he does you know and I wanted to mention that because this is a fanless episode so it's a sad one <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other thing that I have, well, I have two other things about Fillory. One is the tr- the truth serum bit, where like obviously what you're saying is not in your control. I yeah, um, I have a lot of questions about that part. Go ahead. Okay, what are your questions? Um, okay, the joking is I say it's a trophy. Yeah. But there's this dilemma uh, that we see well in um, Harry Potter Divergent. Oh, of, I thought you were gonna say Harry Potter. <laughs> usually, I say Harry Potter. Of <laughs> uh, is truth said under truth serum? The truth, like a, a, a truth that is worthwhile. Yes. Hold on, I'm gonna try to find a way. I'm, I'm never really good at explain that part in the in the but uh, well, it, I don't know but it sure hurries the plot along <laughs> um, why do you, you do you think he did it to Margot well I, honestly I don't think that he thought that she had anything to hide he probably just put it in the whole pot of tea or whatever okay so it's not about like not trusting her or something I don't I don't think I think he was probably surprised by that like that, that uh, Margot not telling Elliot is a bad example, but let's say I absolutely want to know your deepest secret and I force you out of it. Is it worth it to have this truth serum? You know, like... I, th- I mean, I think it's contextual, but we're talking about it in this context. You're right. No, you're right. It's just I, I, I have this dilemma about truth serum. I don't think it's morally ethic to use it. Uh, I think Not if you're Snape. <laughs> it's on bridge. Not Snape. No, but Snape, he, she makes Snape do it. And he refuses to redo it when she see how he makes it. She makes it, she use it. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, but that, that made me, I have another question. Of, did, do you think Margot said it because of the truth serum or because it was weighing on her? I think it was probably a relief of some kind. That's what I think too. Like when you see her, she like, it's more like a, like her elbow, her elbow, no. Shoulder slumps, her uh, <laughs> elbow slumps, <laughs> and and she's like, kind of like, oh my god, it's me! Like stop this! And after that, she used the the truth serum, saying like, I cannot lie to you right now, you know, like so ask me whatever you want. But I don't think it's the truth serum. It's seeing Elliot going to use the like saying I using the truth serum because I don't know what else to do. That made her tell. Hmm. It's not the truth serum itself, you know. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, the and then the last thing I had related to Fillory was, I mean, obviously the last thing was Elliot being kicked out of Fillory. Uh, I like that it's because of basically giving con- control back to the people. The idea of, like, democracy in mm-hmm. elections. And how, like, um, uh, Josh, like, just 
in his head, like, of course, Elliot has help and has this, like, I don't know how you call it in English, for in French, it's the serf system. Mm -hmm. So basically, like, there's a king, there's the lords, there's the dukes, there's the, like, you know, like, it's a pyramid. Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, of, like, the king is not alone ruling people. Yes. And uh, the idea of, like, oh, why don't you give back power to people? And he is kicked out. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, I mean, I like the parallel of, like, of like I, I don't know, I guess that wasn't interesting enough. Yeah, well, Amber is kind of being a dick right now. Amber's always a dick. Yeah. Also, uh, I just want to mention that Rafi, uh, when he go help Margot to get the, the potion to go to the fairy realm, Say do it for uh, for Fen and the baby. I know. Oh, it's so cute. And um, oh, I, I I noted that, and I didn't see it when we were talking about um, um, Sylvia, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna help you going in the poison room, and Penny's like, no, 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 and she's like, free will, I exercise that, I exercise that shit. Like I like that. He's like, you don't control me. Mm -hmm. I'm my own person. I make my own, and I I know that um. Older people tends to do that with younger people, of thinking they do not have control of their own decision. They don't understand, like their own decision. But at the end of the day, they make it. Yeah. So I I, I really like that. Yeah, I liked that too. Yay, autonomy. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Renor and uh, King, if you want. Yeah. So I I mean I thought it was interesting, right? Like the idea of controlling other people, but like. Yes. But like not doing it willingly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when when uh, like he show uh, Renard show to Kane how to do uh to control people by looking in them in the eyes and telling them, and Kane ended up trying it to pass the bill that he wants, and that killed the guy. But I mean, even before that, his whole life he's been he's been controlling people and not trying to. But they're not dead, and that's what I mean. I think like by him trying. It was just, like, too much power. Yeah. And, like, he didn't know how to control it. So that's why he killed the guy. Meanwhile, going in unwillingly with his wife, that's why she's not dead and she's still there. Yeah, but... Yeah. And at this point, like... What is... Like, I understand that he's freaking out. Like, what is true in this relationship? And I guess what's curious to me is, like, if... I don't know. Like, it's just like a weird conundrum of like, are you really controlling other people if you don't even know you're controlling them? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I never saw Kane as a bad no, guy. No, not at all. I and wish he was president. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. He'd be a great president. Uh, but, and, and that's something that funny that they say, uh, like, you say, like, no way, I'm not going to use that power for. Mm -hmm. My own benefit, and uh, uh, Reynard said, "Why not? The bad guy wouldn't hesitate." Yeah. And I'm, I, I like. Is it sad that a couple of names in the actual like Senate and presidency right now came to my mind thinking about that? Like I was like, "Ooh, that's a hot political uh, <laughs> hit yeah. right there." <laughs> um, but uh, did Reynard knew that it would kill the Senate? I don't think so. I think he knew it was a possibility. No? But I don't think he necessarily knew that exact thing was going to happen. Mm. No, no, you're right. You're right. And that's what I had about them. I think that him, uh, the way for him to control back was to get rid of his dad. Yeah. 
that's why you go back to Katie and say like, I I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. But because you realize like, oh, I'm going to get manipulated by that son of a bitch. Yeah. Yep. So like, if you have manipulative parents, don't follow this. This is not a good path. Yeah, we don't. No, we don't advise for you to kill your parents, but maybe cut the link. Kill your parents by killing yourself. Don't. No. Don't do it. No. No, but your pa- I hope your parents is not a trickster demigod. Me too. Um. And I'll, oh. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna move because we were on Renard. I was gonna move on to Richard, if that's okay. Yes, that was uh, just about well, what I was to so do. So something that I thought was interesting was when they meet back up with Richard is that like even though Julia knows it's Richard and not Reynard, she's not able to control the way that she feels yeah. about him and like that it's upsetting for her to like see him mm-hmm. um, and like all of the trauma that she has. And um, <laughs> and then the next thing I had about Richard was him him manipulating the front desk was my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> This actor oh, is no. so good. Him like acting like he's acting badly is my favorite thing. Yeah, like this guy is so good because we could see the difference between him and Richard and Richard uh, and uh, Reynard and Richard and Richard playing badly. Like he has yeah. killed that guy. Yeah, he's totally good. <laughs> but also uh, after like she go hug uh, uh, Richard and she's like, oh, happy, I'm happy you're the real you. You say what, uh, what happened? So I don't think they know how they died. Well, no. I don't think he knows that. that I, I uh, think they do is, know is, how they died, but Reynard took his body, so he was already dead. Oh, so he know that he died by Reynard's hand, but not, not that Reynard took his body. I, I don't think because Reynard okay, took his okay. body after everyone was all dead. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, that that makes sense. I'd have to watch the episode uh, again, but. Yeah, no, no, that no, that makes sense because it it uh, the Our Lady on the Run takes the heart and then he changes into. Reynard, so when you have no heart, you're, you're dead. You're you don't know that. <laughs> but uh, let's go in the beginning with Q and, and, uh, and uh, Julia. It's the, it, the episode starts with, uh, you shouldn't come, no dead, but I'm coming. Which is basically... You can't control me. To, basically. Basically, Julia trying to control Fe- uh, Q. I was about to call him Fen. And Q being like, shut up, I love you. Um, and then she does an extra spell, spell to have the teeth out of her ma- his mouth, which is one of my recurring nightmares, spitting out Yeah, teeth. it's anxiety dreams. Yep. Uh, but, like, the fact that she does it without thinking, mm. she has, like, no self-control. Yeah. Which is something that we don't talk about right uh, in this episode right now, about the, 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 the self-control uh, aspect. And um, just a little mention that Sarah Gamble is the dragon <laughs> she's the worst of the dragon i love that <laughs> but then uh, fucking she millennials me, fucking millennials <laughs> did, did you put that on merch yet oh that's one of my best seller uh, but um the dragon basically asked you asked them to relinquish control to their link to fillory yep which is basically what they fought for the whole season yep. and Julia was like, no way, fuck off. Like, no, 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 no. I know it's way too important. And she doesn't have her shade. Reminder, she still doesn't mm-hmm. have her shade. So she shouldn't, she should see, like, cause with benefits shouldn't be emotional. She, she's using she's, her, what would Quentin do? Yeah, but like, that's the thing. Like, she know enough of herself and Quentin that she's like, no way. And Quentin's like, yeah, I love you enough to do that. And I think that show, like, 
their love for one another. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're really- like in a platonic way, but like, yeah. Yeah, no, they, like, I, I do think that they have this sibling love between mm-hmm. them. Like, I, I don't think it's like romantic love that they have, but there's a lot yeah. between them that will, yeah. Um, and then I just want to point out that she said the first dome remains open if you want to go back. Yeah. Which give give back control. Oh, you you want, like, she's still giving back control of a way to Also, go. he's such an idiot for not understanding that reference. I know. I understood that reference, and I'm dumb. But you saw the other episode, too. Yeah, but when I first saw okay. that episode, <laughs> I understood that reference. Um, the... Then the, then the last thing that I had about about Julia was like at the end her taking control by deciding to take Alice's shade and just like yeah. you have no choice sorry press the elevator button ding ding ding. But it's it's a bit like uh, what we were saying with Julia saying like I exercise my free yep. will. Yeah, Julia like, does a lot of that. Yeah, and I think that's where uh, we knew that like she <laughs> fucking loved you, you know, yeah. and she's ready to sacrifice herself for him. Um, I just there. I have a, a couple of notes that I just want to point out, mention, discuss. First, um, the elevator that they are in is the same that uh, Q comes out when he dies in season four. Um, okay, there is like a, a "Congrats, you're dead" video with a guy who has a dog. <laughs> Why did it need it to be a dog there? I don't know, but I love it. Because it's man's best friend. Maybe dogs also go there. Well, all dogs go to heaven. Apparently for that one Disney movie. I love that movie. Have you seen that? How do... Of course. How do they manage the timelines in the underworld? Because they like 38 times. Is there 38 Quintins? No. There's got to only be one you. So, or is soul go back? I guess so. I'm really confused about this. That's what I would think. But what if? But what if you lost your shade in one timeline? That's what happened to Q in the timeline eleven. So is his shade like floating around in there, or does he get it back when he comes back? That's the thing. I, I'm so confused, and there is no answer to nope. that. Someone write a fan fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. Or like call Sarah and ask her. Um, why bowling? I don't know. For me, that would be hell. I fucking hate bowling. <laughs> I was literally, I don't know why, I was just talking about how much I hate bowling the other day. Like yesterday, I was talking to my best friend about how much I fucking hate bowling. That would be my hell, unless there were bumpers, and then maybe it would be okay. (laughs) And like good nachos. Bowling places do usually have good nachos. Um, Also, when uh, they they talk about, uh, like, uh, 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 Richard explained that he cannot see his son, and that's why he's trying to help Julia. You see, there are rules and friends to break them. And I don't know, I think that's some that sum up well Quentin and Julia right now. What? Like there are rules and <coughs> friends to break mm. them. Which like I think like some like summarize well them. I love it. Of like like they, 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 I think they, the the show did a good job of establishing the rule in the first season. Mm-hmm. And now we're just breaking all of them in season two. <laughs> um, also, when uh, Q does a, a, a strike and not his finger getting stuck, uh, and Richard is like, "Yeah, everyone, uh, if, if the first week in um, in here, everyone got a strike." 
and Julia said, oh, let, let him have it. Uh-huh. And she's like, yay, cute. I think that's a, another moment where we see her friendship. Like mm-hmm. she take control of something, like of an information that was not really important. Yeah. To For Quentin to know, you know, and made him, kept it from him to build his confidence, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, oh yeah, by the way, uh, on the, on the, uh, survey of if we should uh, keep knowledge uh, hidden or not or share free you won so yep yeah don't keep knowledge <laughs> hidden um and lastly i would like to talk about elysium a bit. okay Elys- elysium that is um where all the baby shades go yeah but also where uh technically in the mythology where if you live a live of here basically if you die and you ask yourself to be reborn and to do an heroic deed if you died again of an heroic deed you are gone in the elysium you have to live twice an heroic life that's too much fucking work i'll go to the regular people one <laughs> um and and i like that the like lost children i'm gonna put that in quotes are there but at Knowing that it's Persephone's house, have you noticed what's the painting in our houses? Of her? No, there are other paintings. What are they? Flowers, meadows, river, forest. It's we see the four seasons. Cute. In the because basically um, they explain it, but uh, you better than that. That that, that like that. She's the. I- She's the reason why we have... We yeah, do. I don't remember her story, but I know that it's the season's reason. Yeah, I think that's... Oh, yeah. Uh, her mother was spring. To look it up. So, don't bullshit it. Okay. I just know that she's allowed to go out for like two seasons a year or half the year or something. And there are pomegranates involved. Yeah, that's why she has to stay. Because of pomegranates. Uh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, uh, Ibis uh, basically stole her and, and married her. But her mother was uh, was mad. So they made a, a, a treaty that she can be half of the year uh, in the underworld. And that's where everything's died because her mother, who is the goddess of vegetation, mm-hmm. uh, uh, is uh is sad but when she's back up uh, out of the underworld that's where um that's why everything is is bright and and sunny and it's into it yeah so i i just like that we see the four seasons and we see a a a a portrait of winter just before we see her um, we see um uh our lady underground's painting and julia say uh, i was so stupid to to uh, to follow you is that it to, to believe in you to love you which is really powerful to say that about a, a, a god because if you ever worship something or someone or believe in something in someone to tell yourself you are stupid for doing yeah. that i think is the harshest critics you can have mm. once again i want to to, re- to remark that she says that without having her shade so i think like Julia, despite not having her emotions and her shade, may, that made her like reflect a lot on her, on herself. 
but I think it made her reflect on her harsher than it would have with her shade. Like, yeah, it was stupid for her to to, to do that. But at, at another point, like, how could she have done Yeah. So I think, like, the I was stupid to do it, it's true. But I think her shade would have said, but how could you Yeah. Have done? I agree. All right, so it is time. For Lecture de Vina. Yep. What's Go our ahead. sentence? Uh, well, explain to us okay. and I'm going to find it. Uh, so basically, uh, if for some reason this is like the first time you're listening, which would be very strange, we're going to do <laughs> some Lectio Divina today, um, which is a 14th century monastic practice that has four steps. The first step is we're going to take, uh, Kat's going to find a sentence somewhere from the script of today's episode, and we're going to figure out, okay, like what's actually happening in the context of the show during when this sentence is being said. Um, and then for the second step, we're going to think about stories that it reminds us of. For the third step, uh, we're going to think about what it reminds us of in our own life. And for the fourth step, we're going to think about what we feel called to do based on that conversation. Excuse me. <laughs> so, what is our sentence, Kat? Um, can we get one more vote? Can't we get one more vote? Um, is this when the senator is trying to get yes. his vote? Yes. Uh, just before, basically, uh, what's, uh, the, the first step is what is actually happening. It is that he's with his counselor and we see Reynard is there too. For, and it's kind of worrying because why does Reynard in his council? Another story. And uh, we're, they're trying to pass a bill and they're only down by one vote. And uh, uh, one of the counselors say, can, uh, 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 can we get another one? Okay, all this makes me think about is Hamilton. That's the story. You don't have a... Ah, 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 yeah, it just makes me think of the entire story of Alexander Hamilton's life. That's Basically. the story that... It, well, it's specifically, I don't know why, but there's a scene where... Um, him and Aaron Burr are in court and the Aaron Burr that I saw was so exasperated about this situation that he just laid him himself over a chair like shut the fuck up I hate you and that's how <laughs> politics makes me feel so that's the story that brings yes uh, for me that makes me think of uh, the impeachment happening right now that's fair um, what's it remind you of in your life it reminds me of when I was in, when I was in elementary school, we had to vote for the best ice cream flavor, and I really oh liked I really liked chocolate ice cream, but vanilla won. And since then, I've only been able to like vanilla ice cream. That is a true story. Um, for me, that makes me think. Okay, we had this uh, in, in anyway. Where I come from, we only have uh, yearbooks once, and it's at the end of our uh, high school. We don't have it every year. And I was nominated in a school of, of 300 uh, graduating people, the most, uh, the, 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 the one who cried the most, by 250 votes. <laughs> I didn't know 250 people. I was not a cool person. But I know like it, the word got around. Oh, vote for her, vote for her, vote for her, you know? And I want, and I decided to, to take it like fun, because like, Oh, I do cry a lot. That's how my anxiety got out because it was not diagnosed. So, um, yeah, it just made me think of that time I won uh, <laughs> the contest for the one who's crying the most in her That's year. That's fair. So, 
Uh, can you read the sentence again? Uh, yes. Hold on, I'm just going to pull it up again. Can't we get one more vote? Um, what does this, uh, what do you feel called to do? I think it makes me think about, like, like even when things feel like they're hopeless, like, oh, this guy's never going to give me his vote. Just, like, I like that that his will to just, like, keep trying to, like, figure out how to get that that one vote, like, the problem-solving aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a big problem-solver. I think for me, it's the... I'm a... I'm, I love politics, and I've always valued the idea of voting, but I also know people that refuse to vote because mm. they think it's corrupted, and we are now in a world in Canada, in the U.S., anywhere in the world, in fact, in France, in Germany, whatever, where your vote matters more than anything now. Yeah. Uh, the world leader are fucking things up, and... To just make sure during an election of uh, the U.S. or um, when it happened in France, to make sure to my friend, hey, did you go vote? Yeah. Even if to like cancel your vote, to make sure that you exert that thing because a lot of people died for it. And I, I want to continue to make sure for people to value voting and value their voice. Into it. Ugh, excuse me. And on that note, let's do our flower on our vase. Yes. Um... Mm. I know what to do. Okay, you go first then. I want to give my vase to Reynard because he's a fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Manipulate his son and want his son to be president so he can manipulate more people. He's a douchebag. And I want want to split my flower. One to Julia for bringing Q. uh, I accuse a need from the other world to bring in Alice and one to Alice to know that Q is freaking out and say it's going to be okay Quentin. Q. So I'm giving my vase to Ember because fuck yes. because slash the writers because I was deprived of my beautiful sexy scene. <laughs> so I, I'm not getting I, late tonight. It's rude. Um, and I'm going to give my flower to the senator because he's just trying to do his best and be an honest guy and his life is hard and I relate. I love that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get, uh, go and try our bunnies not to die. Guys, it's rough. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you for, for uh, listening and if you're interested to participate in the third season go see the link in the episode um to join us yeah do it all right have a good day oh happy new year year. year. (laughs) bye bye